I want to welcome everybody to the Wild Wild West. I told you, I'm going to start every one of these with a song. I know I cannot sing. I am not a rapper, and I don't know how to do this well, but I just feel like it. It makes me feel good when I sing a stupid, shitty song in a stupid, shitty way. At least I'm one of these people who knows that they're not good at it, you know? I want to welcome everybody to the Wild Wild West, you know? It's just, I know it, it's not good, but it, the fact that I'm doing it badly it is uh, something within itself. Anyway, guys, welcome to the show. This is uh, uh, this show is called Crazy Stories. It's the show I do on Wednesday. If you follow the show on Monday, I do a show uh, called Going Crazy, uh, and it's me ranting. But this on Wednesday, I have a friend on, and uh, you know, here's what I figured. I used to do this show where I had the comedians on, then I had you know people from all over on, and then I decided everybody's got a few good stories in them. And I'm just going to have guests on tell stories that they like to tell from their life and we'll make fun of it, blah, blah, blah. So usually uh, I, uh, you know, I, I can have anybody on, but I've decided uh, today to have a good friend of mine on. And he's also a comedian, so it's an extra bonus. Uh, and I'm going to have him on and we're going to start the show. So I hope you're, uh, you're up for it. Please welcome to the show... All the way from his room, it's Mr. Brendan Hickey. Hello. Hello. Hey, Hello. what's going on? It's me. How you doing, man? How you this doing, guy. man? How you doing, man? Third time. I'm not too bad. I'm happy in my room, I suppose. As happy as happy the rest of your room. What is going on? Everybody's in their room. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, are we acclimatizing now? This is the new... The new normal. I fucking hate that phrase. It's just, it's just always uh, the, the, this is the new normal. I mean, it's the thing that's happening right now. It doesn't make it normal. Yeah. It's just. I mean, we we've never we we don't have a save on the last normal, and now this is the new normal. Mm. Yeah. What was the last normal? Yeah. What was the last just normal? being out? That was normal. But now oh, yeah, this is normal. This is the new normal. Being at a bar right now. That was the new nor the old normal. Oh, yeah, fucking a bar. Just, it's weird actually. Some things you're trying to fucking remember what it even felt like to be fucking at a bar. Weird, man. I used to hate things outside. Now I just want anything outside. I wonder how long it'll take me to hate things I used to hate again after I reappreciate them when I leave my room. Probably like a week. Like we're just we're just so like grass is always greener. Just like we'll be sitting in a bar like by Friday, we'll be like this is shit. Shit. I need to go back to the room. You remember man. when it was quarantine? That was a good time, man. It yeah. was we could uh, we could be alone with our own emotions. Yeah. That's uh, that was uh, yeah, it's gonna be quick, I guess. You feel like a teenager, like a teenager again, being inside all the time, being in the room. I'm mostly inside a lot anyway. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't tan well, so I don't go out that much. You don't tan well? Are you under the impression there's a sun out right now? Uh, there was a bit of sun today, wasn't there? There was. I mean, I don't yeah, know why. I saw it. I witnessed it. And I know what the sun looks like, and I was there. That's it. Yeah. Were you awake in the morning? You're usually not. Yeah, awake I went for a, an old jog. An old uh, jog. Not in any sense of like you know discipline or productivity. I just needed. I, I jog when I want to sort of run from my hangover. You know, <laughs> you run while you have a hangover. That's not. Yeah, it's like it's sort that? of. I want the endorphins to sort of cover over the fact that I'm you know paying for my sins, which last night was about three quarters of a bottle of whiskey. No, oh, that's true. Yesterday uh, we met and Brendan had too much whiskey. And then he tried to grab my thighs. I didn't try. I succeeded in grabbing your well, thighs. Yes, you succeeded to grab my thigh twice. And I can't really defend myself because I can't, like, I have my back operation. I can't really put a lot of effort to it. But I yeah. did successfully pry your hands away from my thighs, which I don't know what they were doing there in the first place. But... I love it when you talk dirty to me, Ori. <laughs> Well, I should, uh, I'm, and I'm glad we have a screen now separating us. Um, uh, hey, doing mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh. You can't touch me now, Brendan. You can't touch me now. Imagine if it did, just the hand came in. Ah. Like, <laughs> wait, do that again. Do it, do it again. Wait, wait, what side is this? No, you got to come no, from that side. You got to come from the other side. Yeah. 
Wait, 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 Special All effects. Right. So this show is called Crazy Stories. Basically, it's a show where, uh, you know, you tell me a story. We share some crazy stories from our life. And uh, people can comment. They can write shit. And then we talk a bit, make fun a bit of the stories, whatever. Yeah, you think of anything? You got any crazy stories from your life you want to tell us? Yeah, you asking me, is it? I am asking you. Who else is on this show? I, uh, I thought you were talking to your audience. Oh. Uh, I have a few. I don't have that many. I'm not that crazy a person, so I don't have that many crazy stories. This is a nice uh, story. I just call it crazy stories because it's catchy, but you can tell us any story you want, really. Well, I was thinking of uh, something that happens when me and Dane is another comedian. Um... It's amazing how the internet works. The minute you start the concept of a show, it's just going to freeze the person talking. It's just like uh, the internet saying, hey, man. Uh, Oh, uh, oh, you're back. On right. the... Uh... Brandon? Hello? Oh. Caused by an unstable interest. You're on the Wi-Fi. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I blame your right. Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi is wifi. perfect. It always works. You live somewhere in Marzan where they haven't heard of Wi-Fi. That's the problem. That's racist, man. It's not racist. It's anti-Wi-Fi. All right, go on, please. Uh, we were out, uh, we were on acid, I think, and uh, we, I don't think we were on acid. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I was like, oh, maybe we might have, we were definitely on acid. And, we could have uh, been, I don't know, we put something in was, our mouth, we, we thought was, it was really cool. happy, I don't know what's going on. Uh, we were walking down around Nikon somewhere, and I had just finished re reading um, Dracula, I'd never read Dracula before, and wow. Weird thing about Dracula is I never clicked it before, but it's uh, people. I like how you say Dracula with with your accent. It's Dracula. <laughs> what do you say? It's not Dracula. Do you say it in the, the Dracula? Yeah. No, but you're supposed to at least pronounce the U, like the Dracula. You're like Dracula. 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 Right? Dracula. 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 I was having whiskey. He fucking he wouldn't. He just nothing but blood. That's all he wants. He's desperate man for the blood. And so they didn't a have very it. Very weird, very different vampire. If I were, he was Irish, oh, uh, it was written blood, by an blood. Irish man as well. So, so actually, I'm technically pronouncing it the way he would have. It's written. Bram Stoker was Irish. He was Irish. Yeah. The Irish wrote Dracula. There you go, motherfucker. So who's saying it correctly now, buddy? Huh? Well, I guess mm -hmm. you are. What can I say? All right. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. And uh, the weird, interesting about Dracula is sort of uh, people kind of describe it as it's the first or maybe an early description of like narcissists and uh, uh, or sociopaths and psychopaths, like the way that they operate. Really? Yeah, like we'll say one of the interesting things about like vampires is like they have to be invited in and that's kind of parallels with like you know, like a uh, narcissistic, abusive relationship. It's or you, know, you, you kind of let them through the door. Or DHL, yeah, DHL don't have to be invited in. Those fuckers, they'll just leave. Well, they, they ring the door. You have to open it. You can't just. They can't just come in if you don't open the door. Well, that's true of all people. Well, no, some have a key. Oh right, yes, but if they don't have a key, then they can't come in because doors are uh, made of well, matter. Yes, and, that's uh, true. if you don't have but a phasing I'm ability, glad, I'm glad we solved that issue. I'm because, just saying. Uh, I, I was afraid you're going to say the doors are not made of matter. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have. Anyway, continue. Sorry. So, so anyway, yeah, so, so this, is all, this, this is all in my head anyway. Like, I just finished all this imagery and sort of these sort of, you know, because Dracula, it's, it, it's not as the book is not as, um, you know, movie-ish as it like it's much more kind of he's a weirder type of anyway. Um so we were, we were walking by this bar uh down in Icon that had this big like glass screen that you could see all and it was just filled with all these young people and they were all just we me and Dane both looked in and we were like what the fuck they were all sort of gathered around this one <laughs> girl 
and they're all like hugging each other in one big group and there was this red light there it looked so vampiric it looked like they were all just feeding on the energy of this one person and uh we yeah we just saw it we were just like what the fuck is going on in there we were like obviously tripping but also it was really weird and was it just uh, dudes surrounding a girl it wasn't even just dudes, but it was mostly dudes, yeah. And they were all like just sort of like trying to feed on her sexual energy or something. I am. It, um, I'm, I'd be very surprised if that girl survived the night. Um, <laughs> that happens, uh, by the way. You see, you do see like uh, men surrounding one girl in particular, you know, the hot girl of the group, and they're all like, you know, all just sitting around her. I wonder if if the girl notices that, or she just thinks, "Oh, this is a normal night out," but she's mm. surrounded by eight guys. They're all trying to get in her pantyhose, and uh, and she doesn't notice that. Maybe so they're all flirting with her. Yeah, I mean, I like to, I, the lesson I took away from it was kind of like. You know, like the vampiric thing is you drink blood, but like, you know, the real version of that is people are kind of always trying to feed off some aspect of you, you know, and if mm. it's for girls, you're, they're trying to feed off your sexuality, but also, I guess, maybe your sexual validation, you know, like to be near and to be the one to be chosen mm. or whatever. So it kind of, it, it, to my mind, I was looking at actual vampirism in the real world, you know, that the, the young, like the young hot girl in Berlin especially is prized above all, you know, that's the the epicenter of, of um, uh, losers. <laughs> Why losers? <laughs> you know, hangers on. Hangers on. Like. Either you're so the, you know. You're the so that's the story. Something. You were, you thought she, like, you read Dracula, and then you thought all these people are vampires trying to suck. We freaked the fuck out as well. Like me and Dane, we were like, Jesus fucking Christ, what's happening? Are we supposed to? Should we get in there? What's happening? And we were really terrified. They would all turn around and see us, like, just at the window, just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I don't know what they would have thought if they turned around. We were just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we fucking kind of panicked. And we just fucking we fucked off and we ran away. That's so weird. Like when you take drugs and uh, your perception changes so much, and other people like the, people don't necessarily see that you're stoned or you're drugged out. It's like when you're very drunk, it's very obvious. Like especially you, Brendan. But mm -hmm. if you're if you're if people are drunk, they're like. Ugh. But if if you're like stoned or if you're an acid, you don't necessarily have like oh, googly googly. You're yeah, just like, acid, you is, acid is one that's very much like you can get away with it. Like, you know, it just oftentimes it'll just seem like you're having a, unless you're like tripping off your balls. But if you're taking a normal, decent amount, then like you just seem to be in a different kind of frame of mind. Uh, yeah. I always thought that, um, that the, the Harry Potter potion, the look potion, the Findinklis, whatever the fuck it's called, Felix Findinklis. I don't know if you ever read. Did you read the Potter books? Yeah, yeah, I have. You know that 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 potion. I always thought that was. She's. I think she's talking about acid there. You know, she must have taken it because when you're on acid, like your kind of general positive vibe tends to engineer situations in a positive way. You know, things just tend to go well for you for the rest of the night. You're uh, you're in a situation with Dane that you also. We're in a park. I remember this because you told it on stage, like you were oh, in a yeah, park and you were convinced that someone's gonna give you a baby for some reason. No, we were down. That, that was actually that's maybe that's a bit more interesting story than the ones I had lined up. Yeah, we we were down at another comedy show. I won't mention which one. We were down outside at the comedy show, and the place was just fucking full of rats. <laughs> there was just rats everywhere. They were like getting aggressive as well. They were like, "What are you doing here, man? This is our town." Like, <laughs> you know, they were kind of our area, bitch. Get the fuck yeah. Out they were running. They were like, "Get out of here, man!" <laughs> they were just like, "Jesus Christ!" And Dane, because he's such a fucking Aussie, he was like. I know you could you just gotta front him like it's like get the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna front him. this group of rats. Let's just get out of here. Like so I we took him talking, down to we were talking about to, rats yesterday. Like the who said that story that someone got stuck in a pipe and, no. and oh yeah, I told that story. Yeah. What was that? That some what somebody got 
It was like this show, 1,000 Ways to Die, and they were all going oh, through yeah. the different ways, of, crazy ways that people had died, and some prisoner had been running away from prison. That's what prisoners do. And yeah. he, they, they were chasing him, and he hid in a pipe, and then he got stuck in the pipe, and then rats ate their way through him. Oh! Thank <laughs> God. It's horrible. That's literally the most horrible thing I've ever heard, I think. That is horrible. I don't know if you guys know this, but in the uh, the, long, the further back you go in history, there's also like worse type of torture. We're talking about the fact that today is much better than it used to be. So they used to take a bucket, right? Like if they wanted to torture someone, took a bucket, strapped it to a person right here, and inside the bucket were two rats, to, were, were, which no, they didn't have anywhere to go but inside the person's body. And then they used to uh, they used to warm up the back side of the bucket, so the the rats got afraid they're going to get burned, so they had to eat through the flesh of the person. Uh, yeah, but anybody who's seen Game of Thrones knows that now. Oh yeah, that was on Game of Thrones as well. Yeah, that's true. It's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Anyway, so you were you were. Uh, and what balls, they also so... used to do is they used to hatch uh, dragons to uh, you know uh, support their political ends. Oh. And uh, that was sort of how they chose their leaders, you know. If you had a dragon, yeah. you were worthy of command. We were also talking about Game of Thrones yesterday, that scene where where this guy, like the, the Night King, is like doing this, and the, everybody's like, uh, all the dead people are coming up, right? And I was wondering if this, if this like, uh, Night King has so much power that he can, you know, control the dead coming back to life, what is this for? Like, what is the raising of the hands for? If you are yeah. like the master of magic and you can bring back people from the dead, why is it required of you to raise your hands? Is this some weird app? This doesn't doesn't work if you don't raise your hands. This seems weird. To me. Uh, it's well, I'd do it anyway. Like, if I if I could force choke people, like if I could choke people with my mind, like a Jedi, but I didn't yeah. have to do this, I'd still do this. Because it's cooler to like. Whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But here's here's the problem. You're thinking like someone who just did this like once or twice. If you have the power of choking someone with your Jedi mind, and you do the first few times, you do this. You know, you do this thing right here. You do this right. But at a certain like fifth, tenth time, you're like, I'm just gonna choke you. You know, you're not even looking at the person anymore. You're just like, yeah, he's choked. He's choked. I'm just gonna watch TV or something. Uh, but there's a lot of like, and people, you know, there's always in ceremonies, hand movements and stuff, you know, people place, you know, power in the body. Yeah. Body I, just, power, like. I think it's Hollywood How do you know stuff? it's not attached to this thing that he does, like? Well, I'm saying that's very weird if it would attach to the thing. If you can raise people from the dead and the only thing you need is to raise your hands, this is weird. Why raise the hands? You just decide that they're otherwise raised they don't come back. That's where the, your hand raising power is. It's in your hands. So who? Yeah, so but who, raising power. Who, I, I find it weird. It's the same thing with X Men. It's just like, well, just 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 do it. You don't have to. This is all yeah. because you don't. Yeah, it's just. I, or the I, mind, I always thought that mind guy. Why is he got to touch his mind? This yeah, is what, what, are you gonna, what are you doing there? You're, you're turning on I the brain. It. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna. Come I'm gonna focus. Who focuses like this? Take some riddle in you fucking moron. You don't do this. Also, oh, who focuses oh. on one side? Like, it's just yeah, going to be, wow. There's some other balance here. If it doesn't work, he, like, he goes like this. Come on. Come on, brain. Come on. Mm -hmm. All right. I can do it again. Uh, uh, all right. So you were tripping balls in a park somewhere. Yeah, we were just, and then we were sitting, we went down to Rabbit oh. Town because there's another park that's just full of rabbits. And uh, that's nicer. Because rabbits just generally are, are nicer. Went from than rats to rabbits. Yeah, it was nice. All right. Uh, and then we were just sitting in the park, and we were just really worried that it was possible that someone could hand us a baby, and just what? expect you to just be like, "You deal with it." You know, there's your baby. Uh, like maybe it was one of our. It would be one of our babies. You know that we just didn't know it was our baby, and then someone turn up and like be like, "You got to handle that now." Like, oh, okay. Oh, so suddenly you thought that we you or Dane might have a baby, like an actual, like you had a baby. It's your baby. We didn't. We didn't think. 
we didn't think it was likely, but for some reason, it was very important to us to know that there was absolute no, absolutely no possibility of that. But how, like, was it was it like a it funny happened. thing, or was it just like something you really were convinced of that someone could really come and hand you a baby? Forget for like an hour, and an hour later, we'd be like, you were cut off for that entire time. Hmm? Hello, can you hear me? You went away there. I can't now, but you went away. You got to repeat that. What I'm saying is, did, were you convinced? Like, was it a funny thing that you did, or were you actually convinced that somebody might come in and, and give you a baby? This is like we weren't that distance. convinced. I guess we, we uh, maybe I've talked it up for comedic effect, but we spent a long time trying to just like convince ourselves that that there would definitely be a law that would you know say that you just couldn't just hand some asshole a baby. You know, there'd have to be some sort of check that, like, you were competent to take a baby. Like, I mean, How the Hollywood thing of leaving on... a baby outside a door, you know, does that ever really happen? Aren't you supposed to hand in all babies that are left at doors and just go, look, I mean, someone just left this baby. I'm not just going to raise it as my own. This isn't fucking King Arthur. Like, um, <laughs> you know, here's the baby. It wasn't even your baby. Baby. It wasn't even your baby. It was just a random baby that somebody could give to you. It might. Yeah, I think probably on our scenario, it would have to be. Why else would they be handing us a baby? I'm pretty sure that if you hand people a baby, you'd have to fill in some paperwork. You can't just give somebody a baby and forget about it. Now, anyway, yeah. But there was, you know, I mean, if you've ever heard any kind of legend, there's always some sort of, there's a lot of baby handing around. Is there Moses when he handed off to him, like yeah, he, I think he was put in the river and some woman found him? It was like a whole thing. No, yeah. I mean it was the princes of there Egypt. There you go. But what if that happened? Princes we were tripping Egypt. balls, and then someone like just a little baby in a boat thing, and you're like, oh fuck! And you can't like, especially if it's in a boat, little reed thingy, you can't just be like, I'll just push, push it on down. Someone else, someone else will find it. <laughs> you know, then so, you've essentially drowned a baby, and that's way worse than you know inadequately raising a baby. Maybe, maybe the princess of Egypt. You know, there were a few babies on the river. She just picked the one with the biggest nose. She was like, "I like that one." Uh, that's very interesting. It was a, it was a Jewish baby. I don't know. I got it. Did you? Uh, is he? Moses was. Jewish, wasn't he? Was, was of course he? he was Jewish. It's all in the Bible. Everybody's there is Jewish. Wasn't he a prince of Egypt or something? He was because he was raised by the princes of Egypt, but he was a Jewish boy that was... Don't you know anything? The Jewish... He was a Jewish uh, boy that was that was put in the river so they don't kill him. And then the princes of Egypt found him and she decided to raise him as her own because she didn't want... Wait to a minute. He was fish. found by a queen, is it? He was found by the princess, like the daughter of the, of the pharaoh... She was bathing in the river, and then a baby mm. in, a, in a basket came down the river, right. and that was Moses. And she said, oh, this is much better than destroying my, uh, my kingly figure, my princely figure. So I'm just going to raise this baby as my own. And, uh, oh, and yeah, she told she no one, is it? No, she, they knew it, that she found him on the river, but still. Like, they didn't just, just think, oh, you're really It's like, hey, I just had a baby. Yeah, exactly. Really? Because you were seen just pretty skinny the whole time. Ah, I just had a baby. baby. Come on. There you go. I had a baby. It's my baby. This is, yeah. Everybody. I don't think everybody agree with is. me. This is my baby. Yes. Because she was a princess. Did you just find that baby? baby? No. No way. That's this is. I squeeze this one out. Don't you doubt it for a second. I'm pretty sure you found that baby. Execute that man that thinks that I found this baby. That's it. So mm -hmm. he grew up and he became the prince of Egypt because uh, that's what he did. That's what he did. And then uh, the whole story, read it. It's in the Bible. I recommend the book. Actually, I don't. That's, uh, <laughs> I've never, yeah, read, we never really read the Old uh, Testament. I didn't really read much of it, but we didn't really read that much from the Old Testament. I didn't. I, like we had uh, we had Bible class and uh, and we read uh, parts of it. I remember stories. But it's really hard to get through because there's all these like it's like it's like reading the Tolkien book, the Cimmerillion book. It's like oh, this happened then and that happened then, and suddenly there's an episode of something that actually is, is interesting. But there's like a ton of things that that are just like you know, 
this happened and it had happened and this happened. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I I start. I said sit down and I was like, just, I'm, I'm actually going to read the Bible just so I can say I read the Bible because whenever you're arguing with people about the Bible, people are like, well, have you read it? And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to read it just so I can say I read it and it was stupid. So okay. I have to. <laughs> I sat down to read it. I didn't even get past the fucking names. The names go on for like fucking three, four pages. Like, there's an heat in him. How did it become such a popular book? It's not really that readable. Um, That's true. Oh, a few people wrote us a thing. Hold on. Uh, Oriya Rian wrote, and uh, and I thought I missed my Torah class today. Good on you, boys. Ah, thank there you. you. Go. It's public service. Uh, and and he also wrote, you two are just ignorant of a book that made this world what it is for good and bad. Yeah, that's the point we're trying to make. We're yeah, that's why we're making it. Yes, yeah, we didn't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> we did not read the book. It is hard to read the book, Ori. It is really hard. It's like this guy was here, and the names, and the this, and the that, and also. You know, it's just it's just a long book. Uh, Maya, Maya, uh, which is a, a cool girl. Film she wrote, the film animation is really amazing. I actually just watched it last that week. It actually is. Yeah, I was trying to remember that movie because that would be my primary education on Moses. It's like uh, he <laughs> talked exactly like Val Kilmer, as far as I know. Is he Val Kilmer? I think so, yeah. That's not Jewish. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's the Prince of Egypt. I actually didn't like that movie that much, but uh, here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. We have uh, in in Jewish land, which is called Israel, uh, we have uh, we have Passover. Uh, I mean, all Jews have Passover, and then we tell the story of the Exodus over and fucking over. That's the whole. You guys have Christmas. You don't need to read anything. You don't need to remember anything. We have a whole thing of remembering how much how we almost died all the time. And now we're going to eat. But first, we have to thank God for not dying the millions, the billionth time. And, uh, and we read the story and we talk about the story. And it's like, it's, like the, it's like the worst. It's not even such a good story to begin with. Like when I heard it the first time, I was like, oh, it's an interesting story. When I was like in, uh, in, 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 you know, in, in primary school, I was like, oh, that's an interesting story. But then you hear it every fucking year and you're like, all right, it's not that good a story. You know, I haven't, well, you know, Matrix is good, but I didn't even watch that like 500 times. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, I know the story, you know, so I didn't really, I didn't like, even if you do it in animation at this point, I'm like, I know the story. Stop telling me the story. Yeah. It's got a good visual, you know, the party of the waves always looks good in movies. Yeah. I guess, I guess that used to be huge for people. People told the story of the parting of the waves. You're like, what? The waves parted? Yeah, man. Like the whole ocean, the waves started. You know, but right I was now always have to... like, whenever that's, that's in movies as well, they part the waves. I'm always like, oh, quickly look at the cool shit at the bottom, like, because you, when do you get to look at the bottom of the ocean like that? I'm always like glancing. What is this? They're like little pirate ships and shit. What's you know, little weird creatures? Uh, this, it's yeah. a wasted opportunity. I feel they're just walking through. It's just like whatever. Just want to get to the other side. It's like, dude, this fucking it's like there's a Titanic for Christ's sake. Come on, check shit out. It's your only. Do you think that when uh, do you think that, the, that when they crossed the ocean, like a whale just accidentally dropped on them? He was like just going from one part to the other. It's like oh shit, and then dropped on the Israelites. It would be weird. Like yeah, just like just like fucking dude, what's going on? Like just walking out <laughs> of your. It's like. Walking in, us walking into a wall of water, just like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> just like also, just, it was part of my house. It's like muddy. It's like muddy. It's muddy. Like how do you cross the ocean? Even if you take the water out of the equation, it's so muddy you're gonna sink your legs in. Like no. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of flaws in the theory of uh, parting an ocean to get across it. Oh. Yeah. Hold on, Ori wrote us. It ain't hard. And I have this learning disorder, being stoned all the time. <laughs> that is, uh, that is. You see, kids, that's. It is what learning disorder will get you, and it also gets you a learning disorder. What to read don't, the Bible? Is it? It's the best. No, he's saying the weed. Yeah, he said it's the best story. Just tradition makes you read it in Aramaic and mm -hmm. sing songs with words you don't understand, and it's for the kids for generations to come. 
You should know it by heart. Okay, okay, I'll shut up now. Listen, oh, by Ori, listen. Jeez, that's a fucking high bar. I'm not gonna learn it by heart. No, I'm no, gonna no, read it no. once. Here, I, I have objection to this as well because it's not the best story. Stop selling us. I'm not talking to you, Ori, but I'm talking to every fucking religious people on the planet. Stop telling us that these stories are the best. We've that's it's a good book. You know, it was it was good two thousand years ago, right? But when I watch a movie that I liked from the eighties, sometimes I look back at it and I go, "Well, it's not that good anymore," because it's not. It's not. Have you seen The Matrix? Have you seen any? I hope film? That your standard for awesome movie, The Matrix. It is. It's a great movie. What do you want? It's a great movie. I'm talking uh, about CGI. What? But it's kind of an old story as well, isn't it? You say that because The Matrix. Is the um, the Plato's um, wall allegory, isn't it? Yeah, Which sure. I mean, like you can. Uh, Three thousand. It's years also old. we talked about it as a transgender yeah. metaphor for transgender. Yeah, we were saying that the other day. Anyway, so yeah. what I'm saying is, stop selling us these old stories as if they are the be all and and it's 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 a nice it's nice stories. I'm not saying it's a bad story, but you know, Shakespeare wrote some amazing stories. And we got some good stories, man. It's 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 not the best stories in the world. There's a guy went down the river. A, a, a princess found him. She grew him. He went back to his country. He came back and he freed the people. They crossed the ocean. They came to Israel. Good story. I'm telling you. If this was uh, if I was the head of Paramount and you pitched me the story, I say go. You got a green light movie. Would it become the best movie of all time? No, that's Titanic. No, it's not Titanic. But you know what I mean. It's like it's not the best story. Uh, hold on, hold on. It's not a best story, just the best, best story, story to think about every day. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, my God. He wrote in Hebrew that every day you go out of Egypt is something. Uh, so the metaphor I mean, is I that you do you, something. You think Wait, hold on. I'll, I'll explain to you what he wrote. So every day you get out of Egypt is a metaphor for for something that you get out of, you know. Uh, and then he wrote as a joke, like you take a shit. Uh, but he says it's that's the secret of the of 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 uh, of uh, of the survival of our people. Uh, getting out of a thing. No, getting out of of trouble is everybody's secret to survival. <laughs> if you're in you trouble, you should really get out. Of it. Maya wrote. What? What? Same thing. The film, like, really long. How long? Let me ask you a question. Let me wait before we go. Let me ask you a question. Hold on. Do the Irish do the same thing when you're in trouble? Do you do things in order to get out of trouble? Brendan. What? <laughs> What do you mean? The obviously that would be logical. That's what I'm saying. So we don't need the story in order to fucking learn that. All right, Maya wrote, "Ha ha, Ori, I was saying the same thing when I was watching the film. Like, really, how long did the wave stay, and why were they just casually walking into it? I would run through it, scared shitless. Yes, of course you would. Of course you would. There's ocean on both sides. You're like, oh, I'm just taking it for granted that this is just staying up there. It's weird." Also, if I was a shark yeah. and I saw a bunch of people, yeah, just like they never, they never, there's no, it's just like, yeah, just like just anti Semitic sharks, just like, fuck it, I'm fucking <laughs> can't even go to my house because of fucking Jews. God damn it. Oh, it. I'm just gonna grab oh, a Jew. Gonna I'm be. just gonna grab one. I'm just gonna go like this, ah! and I'm gonna go the other side of the ocean. Yeah. And so I like, and then the shark next to him was like, "Hey, that's not kosher." Hey, everybody! Shark humor. You know, uh, you know that's why they uh, they like the Jews don't eat shrimp and uh, and octopus because while they were crossing the ocean, they were saying hi to them, and they felt like uncomfortable with that later. You know, they were like Jeez, little. Yeah, if you looked in, you saw a fucking octopus. You scared the fucking shit out of you, like Jesus. <laughs> That's got to be a weird day for that. That's got to be a day that the octopuses are talking about. <laughs> you know, like the fish are still talking about that day. Is it? What do you mean? The, the the ocean stopped? I'm telling you, the ocean stopped. I did like this, and there was air. It was the ocean stopped right here, and I can see your mother on the other side of this ocean. But in between, there was like this whole thing. 
Mm. What happened still then? A bunch of guys walked through. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, just wandered through. Like, not casually. They weren't even, they weren't even rushing. You know, they were just yeah. It's like a fucking. I think it was. There were tourists. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> they were just walking through. They had a tour guide and everything, and he stuttered. The that was weird. Aquarium. He <laughs> was a stuttering, stuttering guy. Uh, Tony wrote. Come on, move on from arguing about if it's the best story or not. There can be multiple best story. Power to plurality. Uh, it's fine. There could be multiple best stories, but this is not one of them. It can't it's not be even in my top ten. The purpose of best. There's no best then. The best is the best. That's the point of the best. If there's many bests, That's it's not the best. That's true. I agree with that. But they, they, like we could categorize it. We could say the best of the Bible. But I don't, I'm not sure that's even the best of the Bible. I don't I, I don't also I don't know. Li listen, as it's not this is not a Jew thing, all right? This is like really it's not. But I don't understand why people love the Jesus story so much. It's not such a great story. He's a superhero. Everybody loves a superhero. That's the thing. That's what the Old Testament always lacked. There was no clear superhero. Jesus, yeah, he's got superpowers, man. Hmm. There is something to that. And um, what you do, he can bring back the dead. He can night king that shit. You know, he probably did the oh, hands oh. as well. When oh, Jesus doing this. Yeah, oh, Lazarus, you know what, get out. You know what Jesus did? Jesus did this. They just He did this. He did like, oh, and then he just, he had to stay like this. Uh, oh, you see, Christian uh, humor. Don't say I can't maybe. do it. Maybe he did this and he was like, hey, guys, I'm going to raise the dead. I don't really need to do this, but I just like to. So, hey, it's, you know, it's just show business. That's actually, that's actually even nicer. Like, if you do it like a little, like you're a little bastard, you're like, I'm raising the dead. They're up. They're up. <laughs> that's all right, man. Yeah, all right. Fine. If you want to do it that way. Tell me an Irish story, Brendan. Tell me something happened to you in Ireland. Something happened to me in Ireland. Anything? Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, I went. Wow, that's a long story. I'll tell that one. Tell it. Tell a long story. I went with a friend of mine from uh, Ireland to Amsterdam, and we had never like we we did there. We wanted to smoke the weed, and we'd kind of smoked some weed back in Ireland, but we didn't get the fucking difference in the strength, like you know. Yeah. So uh, my friend, he was just like fucking just pasty pale and it was just we were just like hanging in all the cafes we were just a problem as we whited out constantly and i remember we had to um we had to go see about a houseboat we stayed in a houseboat for the duration which was a cool way to experience it because it was it's quite cheap and a houseboat's just a fucking awesome place to live uh so we had to go see about this houseboat uh, but it, the other thing, like in Amsterdam, it's a bit like here, but worse. There's like 50,000 types of traffic. There's just all these different like bicycle lanes and then there's scooter lanes and then there's tram lanes and then there's cars. And we were like tweaking. Like we just we got off the plane and we were like, let's try a giant. And we got one of the big fatties and we were like, that's this would be fine. We could take this. And so we were like paranoid as fuck trying to walk through all these different types of traffic. We were like getting halfway across and like, it's no good. It's no good. Run back. So anyway, we made it all the way to the houseboat finally. And we we met the lady and we were like, we were supposed to, you know, like be normal as we, you know, interview for this houseboat or whatever. But we were tweaking off our face. So anyway, we got in, and I guess she must have known we were we were stoned because she st kind of started fucking with us, you know. She was like showing us like this does this and this spins around here. She's just like we were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, mm, yeah, brilliant. She was like, look, and if you twiddle this, this goes on to nine and right, and then she took us onto the fucking balcony, which was just a palace tied to the boat. Like it was just a big wooden pallet tied. She was like, hey, jumping out this window, come on, step out. And I was like, fuck no. I put one foot on it, like, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. It's a it's a lovely balcony. <laughs> come back in, please. And uh I remember then, so we, you know, my friend was way more stoned than I was because he'd smoked more. And uh I was doing most of the talking as best I could, but I guess he thought 
that he hadn't talked enough in the duration and he better say something, you know, just to seem like he's, you know, a valued asset of the conversation or whatever. So he, uh, just as she was kind of leaving, he, we'd like, we didn't know if which day it was going to be ready. We, we were talking, we, she was unsure about whether it would be ready by Thursday or Friday. So he just said, oh, I'll ask her that question. So he turned and asked her, and I, I could see in his face, just as he was saying it, the horror as he realized his mouth was completely drying up. <laughs> so he just turned her and he was like, well, are we ready by Saturday or Saturday? <laughs> And she just fucking stared at him. And then she just walked off. Uh, we spent the whole rest of the week hiding in the houseboat. We got so fucking paranoid from the weed. We were like, really? just also, I guess, because I, I felt like people were, maybe we were just picking it up, but people were kind of mean to us, I guess, because I don't know, are the Dutch kind of sick of all these stoned tourists coming in oh, and clogging sure, up their night city? So we were kind of paranoid and like terrified of rude people. We were just like, you know, we just we were running across. The only place that we could get food was like this sweet shop across the way. Like we didn't want to venture further in. So we'd like run across the streets and get like the closest thing that we could approximate to food, which was like sweet waffles. And we we're like, that's that's basically food. They'll get back, get back to the boat. <laughs> so we didn't it was a very it was a very terrifying but fun week i i uh when i was in amsterdam i was there a few times one thing i i, I have like a story about it, but one thing i realized about amsterdam everybody's like talking about the fries in amsterdam you know it's like oh man you gotta taste the fries in amsterdam so i went to amsterdam like uh, before the pandemic to perform and uh and i was in the main street and i just looked around it was very very colorful and, and I looked around and I was like, why is this so colorful? And then I realized what everybody's selling is food. And the reason that it's so colorful is because they know that everybody's stoned, you know? And then I had the fries, this famous fries that people are talking about. I was like, this is just regular fries. You were all just very, very stoned. <laughs> like it was not, there's nothing special about this fries. There's something special about the weed and then eating the fries after. But people mm. are like, oh, it's Amsterdam fries. No, man, it's your brain that's fried. That's the difference. You know? Do you ever find out you find that happens with people, you know? Like you you think you know someone awesome, but then you realize you've only ever known them when you were drunk and now that you're not yeah. drunk. You're like, this person's boring as shit. I don't like this person. <laughs> Hopefully it's you like, haven't married I, them. I've had that no, yeah, that's, I, I've had friends that I, when I, you know, that I, I had some periods of time where I smoked weeds, weed here and there, not weeds off the street. Uh, and, and then I realized, oh, shit, this is a person uh, other people would criticize me for hanging out with. <laughs> like, this is not a person I should be hanging. The only reason I thought this was a good idea is because we smoked weed together for, for a while. Mm. Uh, mm. When I was in Amsterdam once, I went, I actually had a great, a great experience in Amsterdam once I came like a friend of mine had a friend that lived in Amsterdam and there was this rock music, uh, rock music. There was this rock festival. And this guy was rich because he used to renovate houses in, uh, in Amsterdam. And we came to Amsterdam and, uh, and he, met, uh, he met us at the, at the airport and he took us to this, uh, to this uh, uh, festival. But this guy, he lived in, uh, in, in Holland and uh, in the Netherlands and he had... He was he loved weed and he was also rich. So he bought the best weed possible. And I think that was really the only weed I've ever enjoyed. It was like we, we were driving for hours and hours, and I smoked this weed, and it was just I just felt like I'm I'm floating on a cloud all the way to that place. It was fantastic. I've never had that feeling before. But uh -huh. the point the what I really wanted to say is when I came back from Amsterdam from, from Amsterdam from like Netherlands and I was in Amsterdam the last day. I went into a coffee shop and was like, all right, let's have something. I had like three or four hours till the flight. It was a four-hour flight back to, to Israel. Then I'd have to catch like, a, you, know, so, you know, either a taxi or a, or, or a bus back to my parents' house to take my car. All right. So I said, all right, I'm just going to have some, some – some, give me your best weed. And this guy said, here you go, white widow. And I literally had this much, this mm. much weed. I had like three, four, five puffs of this weed. 
And I was like, it'll be fine. And I had that. And then three hours later, I went to the airport. And in the line to the plane, they took me out of the line so the dog can sniff me to make sure. I was so wasted that they were absolutely sure I'm a drug dealer. So they had to check me that I'm not bringing drugs into Israel. And I did not. And then eight hours later, I was in Israel sitting in front of my dad, completely stoned out of my brain, trying to have a conversation with him and take the car home. It was insane. It was insane. Yep, that'd be strong shit. Strong shit, baby. Yeah. Strong shit. You know, you kind of came off as a stoner because the only stories that you told were, were, uh, were drug Yeah, but this is it. I mean, normally I'm more normal. Oh, I tell you, all right, I'll tell you a training story. I remember I uh, I used to train, like I trained Kendo for a long time, and it's very anaerobic. Nobody knows it's what a, uh, Kendo is. Kendo's like fencing. It's Japanese fencing. So it's very anaerobic. It's lots of like movement rather than hitting as much. Um, and uh, I remember like I, I used to train it six days a week when I was 21, 22, when I was living in Spain. And uh, I was smoking a lot of weed then as well. <laughs> He's just not getting away from that now. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's. it's He's also good. single, ladies. He's single. That, if you're looking and, for uh, to get uh, available, someone. if you know if this, anyone has any windows as a drug dealer, I'm happy to. Yeah. If you're a female and you're dealing drugs, Brendan is the Brendan's, guy to smooch on. He's, he's he's your. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what job I'd fulfill. I could carry things. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so I was training like a madman, and I trained. I remember this one day, I did two training sessions back to back, and me and the guy, another guy, we were sparring for like uh, twenty or thirty minutes beforehand as well. So just like even the guy, the trainers afterwards were like, "Gee, lads, fucking relax." Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have to train that fucking hard. So anyway, I went home, and I'd been smoking a lot of weed, and I was watching um, lots of House. So watching back to back series of House. And, uh, and then I remember I, w I went to pee and my pee was very dark. And I was like, oh, no, there's blood in my urine. Jesus. Because <laughs> I'd watched House on Paranoid Weed. If you ever watch House, it's either always lupus or the liver is failing. And if the liver is, it's always when there's blood in the urine, they go, oh, my God, the liver's failing. We tried something and now we've killed your liver. It happens like at least three times uh, or like every third episode. You fuck someone's up liver and the liver, urine, blood in the urine is how you know your liver's failing. So I was like, Jesus, my fucking liver's failing. So I, uh, I went fucking running down to the hospital. And I was like, my fucking liver's, because if your liver's failing, you got like fucking two hours to live or something you know it's it's bad really? news oh. according to house apparently okay yeah it's not like yeah you need your liver very important uh so anyway i went into the doctor i was like oh my god <laughs> save me save me so they were like relax man just fill out the form and i'll get you in like a couple of hours so anyway they checked me and uh, uh my liver wasn't failing um surprising thing uh well, I apparently it was what it is is like uh, I've been training. If you train hard enough, you basically what you're doing is you're pumping your blood faster and faster to your system. And if it's pumping fast enough, your heart is moving fast enough, it can actually like push through the membrane of your your uh, bladder and actually get in that way. So actually get blood in your urine that way. Uh, so I uh, train so hard I piss blood. That's you know pretty badass. Very nice. Very nice. I, I like how. This is your kendo story, even though you were in the world championship in Japan. But what you decided to tell us was that story of when you got stoned and pissed blood because you trained too much. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, I went to the world championship. I followed all the instructions and uh, I went home. You know, I went. It went pretty much <laughs> as a world championship is supposed to go. You know, I turned up. I saw the opening ceremony and then I hit people and got hit and uh, got back on the plane. It's a very, I, I feel like the stories that don't have drugs That's in them my are not story. that interesting. <laughs> I, uh, I, you ever get freaked out after you eat beetroot yeah, and you think, that you, should, you think that, uh, I think we have a delay, after you eat beetroot and you think that you're shitting blood, have you ever had that panic? 
It's been a very long time since I beat Root. I don't think I didn't know that was happening to shit. After you know, it's just it's beat Root. Yeah, turns uh, everything it's red. Died. Yeah, so every time, you know that. like I, yeah, Hila makes this uh, really cool buns from uh, beetroot, and they're like with cashew cheese inside. And I eat them, and then a day after, I'm like, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! As I, oh no, I just, I just ate beetroot. Just ate beetroot, yeah. Another false positive, yeah. Yeah, my neighbors uh, wake up from that. It's usually like six in the morning, where I scream, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! And uh, oh yeah, they just gotta tune it out at this stage, isn't it? Oh, they just yell back, it's beetroot, and I go, oh yeah, that's true. What <laughs> they reassure you is this? That's nice. They reassure me. All right, we well, guys. This is uh, thank. Uh, well, I don't know if we're gonna finish it. I think so. I think it's time to finish the show. But yeah, before we do, before we do, I would just like to say that this show happens every Wednesday at eight thirty p.m. Where I have a guest on that looks at his phone and tells interesting stories. Sometimes it's about weed. Sometimes it's about other things. Uh, and then on Monday, I have a show at 8.30 where I rant, and uh, you guys can write me comments. Uh, if you want to check out the show, get notifications when I get live, please join my page, which is right here, my comedy cult, Ori Halevi. And uh, if you really want to contribute uh, to the show because you like it, also in the first link of this, uh, of this thing is, uh, is uh, you can buy it. It's called buymeacoffee.com. Uh, you can contribute anything you want from five euros to a hundred euros because I do these shows for free and I don't have a sponsor. So if you could be my sponsor, that'd be fantastic in any way. And if you just like the show, you can also share it and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I would like to thank Mr. Brendan Hickey over here, which is a funny guy and he has a lot of interesting uh, stories. No, those and, are all uh, my interesting stories. That's it. Those all are, of them? Yeah. That's it. All of your interesting yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. So Never maybe, be on the show again. If you... <laughs> If you want to follow Mr. Brendan Hickey, even though he just wrote his name Brendan, you can go to his page. It's called, I believe it's called Brendan Hickey. Uh, that's, I believe that's the name of your page. Is that not true? Uh, I believe so. If you just search Brendan Hickey on uh, Facebook, it should come up. He's a funny guy. You should uh, follow him. All right, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to leave you to it, Brendan. Thank you very much for being on the show today. All right, buddy. No bother. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being. See you later. Ciao. All right, guys, that was the show. Appreciate you very much for uh, sticking around and listening. Uh, every Wednesday, show where people come up, tell stories. It's always nice, always interesting. We make fun of it. As I said, Monday is a show where I rant about whatever. You write me comments, and I rant about the comments. It's very, very nice. Uh, if you want to hear past shows, please go to Spotify and write Going Crazy. All the shows are there. I have rants about conspiracies, about Nazis, about life, about all the stuff, about quarantine. Uh, it's pretty cool. People have been listening to it. Uh, and uh, also shows uh, from the past. I had like a, a, a friend who's a fashion designer, a friend that had some crazy stories from New York City. All this stuff is on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It's called Going Crazy. You can follow it there. Uh, please consider uh, contributing to the show. And I will see you on Monday at 8.30 p.m. right here on my comedy called Ori Halevi. Thank you. I love you. I would like to have sex with each and every one of you, but you don't want that, and I'm monogamous. So I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.